Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. That was not too bad. This is um, eyeballs of bamboo. Just yes. straight. Uh, it is a... Is it on the bottle? Is it a banana flavored rum? No, it's spiced rum. They don't okay. really... They don't play with the banana it's flavor. A, it's a spiced rum. But if I hand it to you, you're like, oh my god, this is liquid alcoholic banana bread. Yeah. In the best way. Well, it's also got a lot of caramel to it, so I describe it as um, distilled bananas foster. Mm. Like. I also see that hand. It's delicious. It is fantastic. I don't want to mix it with anything because it's so good on its own. But then it makes the best damn rum and coke you've ever had in your life. It is really good in rum and coke. So, you know. Yeah. FYI. If If you're looking for a rum and coke. And if you like the flavor of bananas, if you feel also like true. bananas are an abomination, you would not like this drink. And also get off my podcast. You're, <laughs> you're wrong. We have some dear friends who hate bananas. <laughs> you have dear friends who I hate feel, bananas. I feel like it was maybe, maybe they're allergic to bananas and they're like, bananas are so spicy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I curate my friends. I have no friends that are <laughs> banana haters. That's not, that's, that's not true. <laughs> Isn't it though? isn't it anyway so yeah so how's your week going you doing Um, all right good i mean it's the weekend Mm -hmm. and that means i just like did 13 loads of laundry yeah and cooked and did like four loads of dishes and that's it i'm grocery shopping Uh, while you were doing that like i processed the podcast and got it published because that's my job it is it is adam does all of the work part of the podcasting, I show up drunk and have like the occasional pithy comment. <laughs> you make our drinks. Which, and I do make our drinks. Which night was pouring bamboo in a glass. So I, this is like drink four, I uh, think. Three for me. Three for you. I four have, four for me. <laughs> yeah, I had whatever it was in the martini glass. Mm-hmm. I had whatever it was in the highball. Yeah. I mean, but, or yeah. no, in the old fashioned. Mm-hmm. And now the bamboo. Right. I made you a Manhattan with cherry bitters. It was good. Um, yeah, I made you a Manhattan with cherry bitters, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. And then I made a drink that was, um, pineapple, lemon juice, and bourbon. It was all right, yeah. And an egg foam. So. I fucking love an egg foam. Yeah, I was about to say. We have talked about this pants. before on this podcast. Adam is like, meh about egg foam. He doesn't hate it, but it doesn't like make a drink for him. No, but you're like. Oof. And I'm like, oh, an egg foam. I love an egg foam. And uh, for Christmas, I got Adam a fancy shaker. Which I've used twice. <laughs> but I have used many times to make Adam drinks. So, like... It's it's paying dividends. Yeah, it's I'm not it's it. not, not for him. No. Uh, but it does really well with egg foam. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's something about the drinks. anatomy of that shaker yeah. that just really gets a foam going. Yeah, it does, it does really well with egg foam. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm here for that. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah, now we're just drinking bamboo. Because, yeah. like, as the night progresses the my drinks, drinks get, get simpler yeah. we're like first i'm like oh i made you an aviation and then i'm like i made you a drink with and in it and then i'm like i poured booze in a glass like that's <laughs> that's where we go that's where we go it's fine yeah so i so I recorded our podcast this morning or processed our podcast this morning and then i had like a bunch of cub scout stuff 
which I'm now the Cub Master for. Yes, congratulations. Thank you. Sir. And um, so it was fun getting rid of some some of our scouts that are graduating on to Scouts mm-hmm. BSA, which is, you know, fun. Good for them. Right, bittersweet moment. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fine. But, uh, you know, it was good. I had to do my first thing. I only screwed up a few things. <laughs> um, most notably, whenever they brought, I said, you know, I did the, the flag ceremony. So I was like, you know, um, you know, color guard advance. Mm-hmm. Post your colors, return right, to right. your post. You don't say retreat. Retreat is a bad word. Right, return. Return to your post. And then uh, I said, let's do the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm in full uniform, and I put my hand on my heart. You're not supposed to do that. Wait, when, you put your, when you're in to... scout uniform, you're supposed to scout salute. Which, like, honestly, is a dumb fucking rule. I mean, it's based on military shit, so... It is based on military shit, which I've never been in. So, like... I don't get it. Also... I feel like it's dumb. It absolutely showed everything that I was like not military. <laughs> Whatever. So I, mean, I forgot. I did the hand a, of the heart. You have a very full beard. Like it is very clear that you are not in the military. I also have a very full gut. So <laughs> you can you cannot run no. that that mile and a half in you know ten minutes or whatever you need to do. Uh maybe. I don't. I don't remember what the what the PT test is. I could do is. ten minutes. It might be a ten. Mile. It might be a ten minute mile. I could do that. You have to do a ten minute mile. And you have to do something else. And I was like, oh, I would die. Like, like those push-ups, like, I'd be like, I, I was like, go. if I'm designing fucking rockets, I don't need to be running, bitch. Like. My favorite was uh, one of my friends who I graduated uh, high school with. She went on to get a PhD in nuclear physics. Mm-hmm. And uh, went to teach at the Naval Academy. Was recruited to teach at the Naval Academy. If you do that, you have to be an officer. Right. And so if you do that, you have to go through, like, officer's basic training. Right. And Which is different than regular basic it is training. Wildly it's different. Way, it's way cushier. They put you up in a Marriott. Right, like, right. There, there's a jacuzzi. Like it's, you're it's, fine. It's not the same. But they got to the point where they were teaching her how to shoot, and mm. she could not hit the target. And they're like, "Listen, ma'am, if it comes to the point that you're defending this country with a rifle, we're already fucked. We so, are so fucked. That that's how I feel. Like, look. So you know the fact that you get you just just like. You know what? I'm going to sign off on this. <laughs> Mostly it was like, does she know how to safely handle the rifle? Right, right. Like if I, fa- if I downrange. found a weapon, would I know how to like not accidentally murder my neighbor? Yeah. Are you yes. are you more dangerous to the person in front of you than beside you? Yes. You got a check mark. Gold yeah. star. Yeah. See but later. like, no, dude, I'm designing goddamn rockets. Like I am not. Yeah. No. You are literally a rocket surgeon. No, I have been a rocket I'm not, surgeon. I'm not the troops. No. Like. <laughs> I support the troops, but I'm very glad that I am not the right, troops. And right. the troops are very glad not to have me. Yes, because I would be terrible troops. I would be. I'd be like, so I got this right arm elbow thing that, like, I can't do push-ups. And I'm like, yeah. I can't sleep on one side. Because yeah. then I wake up in pain. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is the kind of person you're getting yeah, now. You just, yeah, understand what you, you get. I've you got should, some miles. You should have, like, figured this out when I was 19 and made a rubber bands. Like, yeah. it's too late for me now. I, I've got some years and some mileage on me. I'm not... Right. Not who you want to come after. Being a soldier is a young man's game. It is. It is indeed. Of course, all the guys that are my age that are in the military right now are pretty much announcing their retirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're getting out and having full pensions. And I'm like, ah, fuck. You're like, maybe I should have <laughs> been a soldier. You know, I'm not, I might not talk my kid out of it if he no. signs up for it. I mean, but if, like, if that's what he wants to do, fine. Two but words, though. 
Air Force. Yes. Or Space Force. Oh my god, Space Force. Yeah, we still have that branch. Space Force is the worst name. It's, it's the worst name. It was not great. Yeah, it's it's some terrible branding. Uh, but anyway, like... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm here for early retirement. I'm, I'm, not, not, here. I'm not here for like the constant looming threat of death. And yeah, making that. me move every two years. Yeah. Like, making me move every two years is like, oof. No, no, that's a pass. That's a real oof. I have to touch all of my shit every mm. two years. I'd have so much less shit. I mean, I love shit, though. I love all my shit. I put a lot of emotional <laughs> investment into my shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Mary Kondo. Yes. Uh, everything brings me joy. That's my problem. Yeah. I can't, I can't do Marie Kondo because you're like, does this bring me joy? And I'm like, fuck yes, it does. Did my kids tell you what I found in the basement today? Uh, I know you found a piece from a Transformer. Yeah. So I thought about this. Actually, I believe it may have been a GoBot. Okay. Um, but it was a ambulance that transformed into a robot. Mm-hmm. And this came off the side of it, and then was uh, was a gun. Oh. So it was, it was doing double. It was so, like a piece of so trim, you, and also so a you gun. could, so you could shoot at the people as the robot, and then you could transform into the ambulance, and then take them to the hospital. That's like some one stop shopping. It is. It's a good. It's a good gig. <laughs> um, I see. It's useful. That is why. Anyways, <laughs> but I found. And I don't know why or how it is in my basement, but I found the gun that went to that ambulance. And it was one of those things. I picked it up and it was that scene from Ratatouille where Anton where you like the whoosh, rat- you whoosh like, back to whoosh back and all the of a sudden, you of, you know, being six. Yeah. Six years old and playing with this, this thing. We lost these transformers when we moved in the fourth grade, when I was in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So this has been on 30 years guaranteed <laughs> and my brain just immediately was right there like nothing happened right so you have the gun now and no transformers oh yeah the gun and no transformers but also i'm like where the fuck did this it was just in the middle of our basement floor. i mean we have a house ghost that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing that makes sense because i'll yeah. be like why is the sun spooled dental floss on the dining room table crickets and, and wide-eyed all, stairs right all of my kids will just be like I don't know. I don't even know what dental floss is. And I'm like, oh, must be the house ghost. Like. <laughs> who who put all of the crayons in the middle of the table? Right. Why is a sugar bowl underneath the couch? In the basement. In the basement. What, when there is a bowl of like very grabbable candy at arm level, like out in the living room. Yeah. Like, you don't. I don't, we don't live in like a no sugar house. No. You don't need to smuggle sugar to the basement and eat, eat it like with a spoon. There's fucking Twix bars. Like right there. there. What are you doing? I have no idea where that sugar came from. What are you doing? But we were cleaning out the basement and this is a literal thing that happened. One of my kids goes, oh, I found the sugar bowl. I'm just like, (laughs) like my brain literally left my body. Sugar bowl was not empty. The sugar bowl was full of sugar. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, that's a, great. All of this is great. Ah, uh, damn house ghosts. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. This is how you get ants. It is. Damn. Anyway, 
Uh, so we did watch a movie. Today. We did. We did watch a movie. Uh, I swear, I would have sworn we've watched this movie and reviewed it, mm-hmm, but we did not. We did not. I know we've watched it a few times. Uh, you have watched it probably a few oh, times. Oh, have you never seen this one? Uh, no, I had never really. Seen. I've seen parts of it. Mm-hmm. It's been on in my house. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like a many, like many a movie, but I had never, I had never sat and watched it. Yeah, so this is Paddington. Paddington. Did you ever read the Paddington books when yes. you were younger? I read the Paddington books and I watched the like like a very short cartoon. Like the man in the yellow hat, uh Curious George cartoon. Mm-hmm. They had a Paddington Bear similar cartoon, which was like the the animation wasn't it wasn't really animation. It was, it was like, like pages from the book. Right. It was an illustrated show. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Does that make sense? Kind of had that, like, uh, Reading Rainbow vibe to it. Right, right. May have, in fact, been Reading Rainbow. Um, I don't know that I read all of the books, but I definitely, like, I knew who Paddington won. He was, like, weird British bear. Yeah. He had a red hat and a blue coat. Sure. He liked marmalade sandwiches. That's all you need to know. I do remember yellow boots involved in the situation. Yellow boots. Uh, Did he wear yellow boots? He might have. At least in one, like, yellow galoshes. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe. But anyway, but yeah, because I remember like there being a whole very primary ensemble. An outfit. Which makes sense if you were printing books cheaply. You were right. like, red hat, blue coat, yellow shoes, go. Boom, boom, boom. Got it. You know. Brown bear. Brown, brown bear. Yeah, like four color press. Roll it on. Um, but yeah, I, I was vaguely aware of Paddington. Of course, it is a younger kid's book. So like, mm-hmm. it's not like I was reading them in high school for fun. No, 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 it was, it was fine. Uh, but yeah, they're good books. They're quality. They're like your classic preschool, uh, book where like pretty much nothing happens. Yeah. And like you read them to your like four and five year olds and then they go to kindergarten, they come back one day and they pick up Paddington and they read it for themselves. Right. And they're like, I can read all of these words. And you're like, yay, good job, buddy. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then like by third grade, they're just like, nope, I'm on the bigger and better. I I totally moved on. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Those books are. They they serve an important uh, stepping stone to literacy. Yeah, they do. But anyway, uh, so this is Paddington, the movie. Mm hmm. it's a fine movie. Uh, this cast is bananas. Yeah. So um, the dad is the British guy you've seen in like everything. Right. I don't know his. I didn't really look him up. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, the mom, did you look her up? No. She's been a lot of British things too, unsurprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, it also features uh, Molly Weasley. Molly Weasley as Mrs. Bird. She's great. Who is apparently like an older relative that lives with them, but they call her Mrs. Bird. Yeah, I'm not really Which clear. is interesting. Like, if my Aunt Beverly moved in, I would call her Aunt Beverly. Like, I would not call her Mrs. Bird. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little complicated. But I'm also not British. <laughs> so, there you have it. Like, maybe that's a British thing. Um, uh, uh, Capaldi is in it. Um, he's Mr. Curry. He's oh, Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah, he's a very nosy neighbor in this. I did recognize him. And also... Uh, from the, the Doctor Who. The cab driver is another one of his companions. I forget his name. But he's mm-hmm. like... It's kind of weird that the two of them are also in this May, movie together. What if, what if it's in like their contracts that they're like always in things together? You have to call him if I'm in it. Maybe. You, like they have right of first refusal as my friend. Yeah, there you go. Maybe. But they actually don't... I don't think they have any scenes together. I mean, I don't know. 
Maybe. You just had to do it. Right. And then uh, Nicole Kidman in all of her uh, Botoxed uh, cold bitch glory. Yes. Is uh, the villain. Yeah, I'm here for that. She does I well. I mean, she does that well because her face can't do anything else right now. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, chasing the, youth. Yeah, indeed. The, <laughs> the, the fountain of youth means she looks good in photos. But... Right, right. But, like, can't express anything but, like, resting and or active bitch face. Yes, fair. So in the beginning, um, there's the Geographers Guild of uh, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. It's, um, they're, they're showing like a film reel about this guy who went to darkest Peru. Like a 1930s film reel. Like Indeed. maybe 1920s. Like it's got a very like mm-hmm. uh, old school vibe. Yep. And he's on an expedition to find this undiscovered species of bear. Um, hold on. How do you know that there is an undiscovered species of bear? In Peru. In Peru. Yeah. I mean... How do you know that there's bears in Peru at all if it's darkest Peru and you've never been there? Oh, because the natives know. Because the natives know. And you're like... Then they're not undiscovered. (laughs) So you're communicating with the natives? And they're like, yeah, I mean, there's bears and shit here. And you're like, okay, we're going to go check out these bears and shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's undiscovered bears. Like, no, those are just bears. Right. The natives know these bears are here. Yeah. Undiscovered by like British people, sure. Oh, they're the only ones that matter. They're the only ones that matter. Uh, but there's it, there's definitely like a, a hint of colonialism. I mean, it is it is kind of lampshaded there. and acknowledged as ridiculous. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of here for that. When you can just point it out, like this is the stupidest shit ever. It's true. But anyway, he finds the bears, and turns out they're really friendly. Um, they're really smart they mm-hmm. save his life from like a scorpion at one point and then drink all this marmalade right and he's like cool right and then he becomes like anthony hopkins <laughs> yeah with the gorillas but with the bears yeah and he's like this. he's like teaching them language and they're eating all his marmalade and they like you know are friends and he spends like years and years and years with these bears yeah teaches yeah they can speak that's another mm-hmm. important thing is they are able to talk to him Right, they are able to intone English language. So good for them. He's like, but then he's got to go back because I guess he's out of funds or whatever. Right, he's got to go back to his wife and his kid, who he just was like, bye, I'm off to discover, you know, deepest Peru. Have have fun, you know, trying to navigate this bullshit patriarchy on your own, bitch. Well, I mean, she would have at least been seen like, oh, a noble. Right, right. Her husband is off, you know. Doing the good things. Doing the good things. Yeah. Yeah, but it still wouldn't wouldn't be easy. No, it wouldn't be easy, no. And not at all. Right. But at least like she probably would have got a stipend from the uh, geographers guild to help support herself. I don't know how any of that works. Maybe. But I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Uh but she he leaves and he's like I've learned so much from this bears and I wonder if anything they've learned from me. Mm-hmm. And like then the Right, it's like and if you're ever in London, you will get a warm welcome. Like yeah. Love you all. And he, like, he takes his hat off of his head and puts it on the bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bears. The the female bear he named for his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, the male bear he named for, like, an exotic boxer he met in a bar. You're like, yeah. th- those are some real daddy issues, but cool. <laughs> yeah, so their names are Lucy and, Lucy and Pastuzo. Yes, Lucy and Pastuzo. Yeah. So we jump ahead mm-hmm. to a young bear. Many years later. In color now. Mm-hmm. And not in like the kind of jumpy film reel kind of, right? Old timey, 
Um, he's excited because the oranges are ripe. They're finally ripe. So he crashes into Aunt Lucy and Uncle Pastuzo and he's like, they're ripe. It's time. He makes a huge mess and they're like, oh, it's marmalade day. It's marmalade day. And they're like, fuck yes, let's make this fucking marmalade. So they smash the oranges. They, they get have the a peels. whole like conveyor belt machine thing yeah. built out of jungle parts. These people are very early in the industrial revolution for bears. Right, right. But, but like they've made some real advances. Yeah, I, I I think maybe the British guy helped a little, but perhaps. Still. Yeah, good on them. And so they're making marmalade and They make like tens of gallons of marmalade. Yeah. Like And they jar it too. Yeah, and they jar it and can it. Uh, because a marmalade sandwich contains all of the vitamins and minerals a bear needs for the day. I doubt that. Right. So if a bear could eat a marmalade sandwich, that's all he needs. Also, um, they have sandwiches. This implies the presence how, of bread. How are they baking bread? Yeah. Where is the wheat? Where are they grinding the wheat? Yeah. To make the flour? That's a whole... Where, where are they finding leavening? Like... I mean, it's a sourdough. Salt? What? What? Yeah. The, it, ha- it would have to be a they have to. They have to have agriculture at this mm-hmm. point. Like, these are civilized bears. Right. right. Very much so. Uh, they don't really show all that, but they have bread. So, like, we're just extrapolating. <laughs> uh, do you imagine they have also beer if they have bread? Because those two usually... Beer and bread are, like... They're buddies. Besties. Where you're like, oh, this beer has gone bad. I'm going to drink it. I feel great. <laughs> well, fucking awesome. So it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty you know easy line. Yep, but um, after all that, um, after making the marmalade that night, they're like listening to a record about visiting London and how mm-hmm. to greet people and how to talk about the weather and all that. And they're like, yeah, someday we'll go to London. They're like, we've been saying that for forty years. We're never going. We're, I don't think we're ever gonna go. And it's like, shut up. We might go. But then this is when you do find out the uncle like has a sandwich hidden in his hat for emergencies and. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why his bear always has a sandwich in his hat. Just in case. Just in case. And Fanning kind of, you know, falls asleep in a window overlooking the jungle. It's all super cute. Until one Until day. Until one day. Earthquake. Earthquake. So um, Paddington kind of sees part of a mountain fall over. He's freaking out. And his, his aunt and uncle are like, go, go get to the shelter. Like... They have an underground shelter for earthquakes, which I'm not sure is where you want to be. I mean, I don't know. You'd have to dig out. You'd have yeah. to be able to dig out. Yeah, you so have multiple exits. If and... your underground shelter also has a shovel, it's not the worst. But no, it's not the best. It's not the best. But uh, they're trying to get there, and it's kind of hit and miss. But then Lucy and the bear, the young bear, get there. And the older bear, Uncle Bear. Yes, he doesn't make it. He does not make it and ends up getting, like, killed. Mm-hmm. So By, like, an avalanche or just half trees? a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Trees and stuff. And so when they get out of the shelter, the forest is leveled. All they find is Pazuzo's hat. Well, at least all they show them finding is Pazuzo's hat. Right, Because right. it's a kid's film. It's gruesome, I'm sure. Yeah, he's like a little puddle of goo. Uh, but they're like, what are we going to do now? And this is when they find the snow globe of London that the explorer left. And right, which didn't break. Aunt Lucy's and, like... And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. And the natural disaster. Just, you know, like, very very plot convenient. And yeah. she was like, oh, 
London. I did. We always said there'd be a warp walk. Go. Time to go. Right. You should go to London. I'll stay back here. Yeah. And I'll be well, fine. she doesn't tell him this at the beginning. So they get in a canoe and go to the coast and they find a ship and she loads them into a lifeboat with a bunch of marmalades. Like, listen, you're going to stay here. You're going to keep your head down. Be quiet. Eat your marmalade. Like, I don't know, shit over the side. I don't know how that detail works. <laughs> yeah, um, but like, don't shit where you eat. Yeah, definitely not. Um, And you're going to go to London and I'm going to leave you. Like, I'm going to go to the re- to the home for retired bears. And I'm like, oh, she's going to die. Like, she's just like assuring. <laughs> I'll be fine. Don't worry know? about me. I'm going to a farm upstate. I'm going to. A, it's tr- it's truly like farm upstate uh, yeah. vibes. And um, he's kind of put out. She's like, no, listen. The guy that came, the explorer, told me about this big war they had in London. And they used to put tags on their kids and send them away into the countryside. And people would pick them up and take them home and take care of them. And that's what they did to keep their kids safe. And this is, London's a great, you know, England's a great country. That's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do for you. You're going to put the name tag on. You're going to go to London. And I'm sure they haven't forgotten what it's like to take care of strangers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And so they split. And there's the montage of um, the little bear eating all the marmalade as he travels there's at least 50 jars of marmalade that he had in that life. It's a lot. But like Peru to England is yeah. not a short journey. No. So Peru is West Coast? I don't know. I think it's the West I Coast. I should. I should know. Should we Google how far is it from well, Peru? <laughs> well, the big thing I'm thinking about is the fact that it's not It's not on the Atlantic coast of um no, yeah, it's on the it's on the west coast. Sorry, I meant to say that mm-hmm. it's on the Pacific coast of South America. So it's not even facing England. So you've got to go like all the way through the Panama Canal, up and around, right and over. Um, of course, it probably has a slightly less problematic history than most of the like England facing parts of South America that have or possibly will again be at war with England. Yeah. But anyway, so it takes yes. him a while to get there. But, like, he brought 50 jars of marmalade. That's a lot. Well, especially since, like, a smear of marmalade on bread is all you need for a day. Yeah, he he's definitely overcompensating. But eventually he does arrive in port. He's able to escape out of the... Um, out of the lifeboat. He gets into some mail sacks. The mail sacks get taken to Paddington Station. Yes, Paddington Station. Which is where he escapes and then starts kind of trying to make friends with the commuters and talk to everyone. But they're like, totally ignore him. Because, you know, commuters. Right. And so uh, he ends up alone in the station at night where he, like, spots a pigeon and pigeon wants a sandwich. And then all the pigeons want a sandwich. Right. Because, like, doesn't, don't all the pigeons want a sandwich? Yeah. I mean, that is consistent. Like, yeah, if you ever like... <laughs> feed a pigeon, get ready to feed all, all the, the pigeons. pigeons. Like, p- pigeons have a diverse social network. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Move over, TikTok. Uh, yeah. pigeon, pigeons know where it's at. They do. They like the good feathers all over. <laughs> you laughing at me? I am. Okay. I am laughing at you. While he's there, he's like standing in front of the lost and found 
Mm-hmm. Which, if you notice, the found part is blacked out. Like, the light bulb is Right, so shorted. it just says lost over him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, lost bear. And so this bear is standing there when a family gets off the train. And they had just been to the Victorian wool experience, which the family decides was really boring. Except the dad's like, no, I thought that was very enlightening. Like, I thought it was very good. Uh, and then they're like, the only exciting part was terrible. And that's when mom went swimming in the... She's like, it was a swimming pond. What was I supposed to do? She's like, well, I mean, certainly not go in naked. She's like, I forgot my swimming costume. Again. Right. Honestly, what else was I supposed to do? And like, every, you can tell the kids are absolutely mortified. The dad is just not like, commenting. Uh... So we have the juxtaposition that the dad is a stick in the mud who is no fun. And the mom is quite the free spirit. Yes. Yes. And I'm somewhat understanding of that dynamic <laughs> yes i mean does yes. that hit, i mean we're not quite as I'm, extreme as we're that. not we're not we're not quite as extreme but yes yeah i'm the fun one mm-hmm. and you're the not as fun actually one. i had that the other way around <laughs> no? sure oh, okay sure um maybe we both think we're the fun one and that's really like our toxic our, trait yeah maybe <laughs> But as they're walking by, Dad's like, oh, eyes down, stranger danger, don't don't make eye contact with this bear. Not mentioning the fact that there's a bear in Paddington Station. Okay. Just The amount of times that literally no one is like, huh, that's a bear? Yeah. Is so many. There's like, so much. twice a minute for the rest of this movie. Nobody notices. Like, it's a bear. Well, yes, but he's also fine. He's just, like, treat him like a human, and he'll be a human. But if you treat him like a bear, like, let's not dwell on that. It's very strange. Very, very strange. Yes, indeed it is. It makes me think that there was an invasion of bears, like, earlier. You know, maybe, like, 30 years before. And so there's, like, some kind of consciousness (laughs) as a society where they're like we just treat the bears like humans and it's all fine yeah if we if you treat them different then they act different so let's treat them like humans and they'll act like humans right they'll they'll assimilate like i don't i don't know but yeah where this deep acceptance of bears comes from in england but it's all over it's all over british literature if only they could like accept pakistanis as well right right what what if this was really about brown people? I mean, brown furry people, brown people, maybe. I don't know. There's Who maybe knows? a bigger metaphor there, but at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, but the mom doubles back. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, look at you. Like, aren't you the like saddest thing? Like, what's your story? And as she talks to him, it does the wide shot and the lost and found. The found light lights up over it. And uh, subtle. Very subtle. And so the bear just like barfs out his little life story about how his parents died early. And dad's like, yeah, I roll. He's like, I was writing stuff for my aunt and uncle, but then my uncle died. And my aunt sent me on a boat to England. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard all this before. Like, have 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 you? you? From a bear? (laughs) Nobody is blinking that the bear is telling you this story. Right, is speaking the English. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the son comes over and is also, like, super moved from them by this story. And they're like, we'll find you help. Yeah, we'll help you out. Like, let's, let's figure this out together. You're staying with us. And so, dad 
is like, yeah, the fuck no. Like, this is, no. He's he's a bear and he's a stranger. But then the mom just kind of looks at him and the next scene you see is dad and the bear sitting across each other from a booth as the bear is like mauling a piece of cake. Truly, this mom is the OG Disney mom where she's like, of course we can take in this random creature yeah. You know, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, oof. Yeah. The, the OG Disney mom. <laughs> so dad and bear are talking and dad's like, all right, so I got to know, like, what do I call you? And he's like, oh, well, my name is. I have a bear name, but it's actually pretty hard to pronounce. Well, he just pronounces it. And then <laughs> the dad tries and he's like, sir, that was. Very rude, what you just said. <laughs> he's like, Very offensive. And you you, you, you should can, not say that again. And you could tell the dad just like, um, uh, but, uh, like totally flustered. I'm very sorry. And confused by the whole situation. Um, but then mom breaks in. He's like, hey, there's no room for the bear. I'm like, who did you call to check on room for bear? Right, right. Is there is there like a hotel tonight, but for bears? Maybe. This is why I feel like they had a bear invasion, like, not that long ago. The culture is... Because the culture is like, oh, a bear? I haven't seen one of them in a minute, but, like... We, we gotta, we gotta we, process. We have some bear spec rooms. <laughs> yeah. I don't Wild. know. Wild! And so she's like, okay, here's the deal. We're just gonna have to take him home for us with us for the night. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, we'll figure out where he can go. We'll sort it all out with the government agency. Right, but he's like an orphan. We can't leave him out in the rain. Yeah. Also, the dad just is like, yep, that's fine. And then they show like this reverse. And the re- the restaurant is full of people who do not care that there is a bear sitting in a booth. No. I mean, the bear has a hat. Yeah, I mean, and he's speaking very eloquently. So, so like, maybe that's the key. <laughs> so, like, if the bear didn't have a hat and wasn't speaking English, maybe would be much more judgmental. But uh, they're like, well, we need a name for you. Like, we got to figure this out. And he's like, and this is when the bear's like, I gather that my name is very difficult to pronounce in human. Um, so I'm open to ideas. And they're like, and on the reverse, you see Paddington Station above his head, mm-hmm. like through the window. And she's like, oh, that's it. And they're. And the husband looks down and all he sees is a ketchup bottle. And he's like, ketchup? You want to name him ketchup? Ketchup the bear? And she goes, no, no, no. Paddington. Paddington Station. Paddington the bear. He's like, oh, that, that seems much that, more That's much better? Much better than ketchup? I mean, like... Both these names are hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, Paddington, I'm going to say, is, at, I believe, at least started as someone else's name. <laughs> Paddington Station was named after a person. I'm going to so say so. And so, therefore, it's start, starting as a name. Instead of ketchup. Yeah. Which just makes you sound like a pet. Yeah, maybe. And so, yeah, I'm going to say it's slightly better than ketchup, mm-hmm. but still. I mean, good. I love weird dog names. Love yeah. weird dog names. What will you name our dog? Like, Lunchbox. Like, like <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Like, very weird dumb. <laughs> or, uh, alternately, very old person names. Like, Maud. Or Millicent. F- Floyd. We'll meet her later. Like... Yeah, you know, Floyd. yeah, like super old people names, uh, very fancy person names, like uh, you know, Francesca, Francesca, like, and she says she has to have a last name too, like Francesca von Martin, <laughs> like stupid, the third, 
Yeah. Like, you wouldn't just name a dog Paddington. Esquire. You know, like, it would either be much, much longer or much, much shorter. But they name him Paddington, for good or for ill, and decide to take him home. So they get in a cab. Again, the cab driver, nonplussed by the presence of a bear. 100% It's like, cool, I drive bears all the time. And so they take this route from Paddington Station to wherever they live. Mm -hmm. And it passes all of the landmarks of London. Right, and you're like, oh, here's Big Ben. Here's, like, the London Eye. Here's, like... Yeah, here's an old dude lifting a glass of wine to salute you from a, like, cafe. Right. By the way, that dude lifting the glass of wine? Is the writer of the book of Paddington. The Paddington book. Which author. is so cute. I'm yeah. so glad that he made it. I love that it's just kind of a blink and you miss it cameo. But right. like, Also, he was like, I can be in your movie, but you have to buy me booze. Yeah. I mean, anything. <laughs> I wonder how many. He's like, no, we need another take. We need another take. That wasn't good. Let me let me finish this wine so that we're at the exact amount of wine. Yeah. That yeah. was in my glass before. Con- continuity is important. You're only in for one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, it's got to be a full glass of wine. And it is obviously not. <laughs> yeah, that's how I want to do it. If I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, it's kind of like Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, where they're like, if we're ever in, if we ever make this into a show or a movie, we have to be in it, and we have to be eating sushi the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was yep. great. Um. So they end up at the house uh, mm-hmm. in the rain, and they run in, and the dad's like why the hell did we go all over London? And the cabbie's like, oh, I thought maybe, you know, Bears, his first time in London, he wanted to see all the sights. He's like, yeah, so here's like an 80 quid plus, you know, yeah, oof. taxi ride, like keep the change, go away. Yeah, also never, never come. Also, um, the taxi driver here, mm-hmm. he plays um, one of the companions in Doctor Who later, opposite of, of Capaldi. Yes. Doctor Who. Yes. So, like, the two of them... He was the first person you recognized, where you're like, like, I recognize this person. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I feel like there's only a hundred British actors, so... Uh, maybe two hundred, but, like, all of them were in Harry Potter or Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> so, between Harry Potter and Doctor Who, you're like, I recognize all of these people. Yeah, I think pretty much that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paddington and all of them get into the house. It's a nice house. It is nice. It has an amazing... Uh, multi-level spiral staircase. Not yeah. spiral, but like loop, like with a foyer. Yeah. What is it called when the staircase goes up like along the edges, but there's like an empty spot in the middle? I don't know. It's not a spiral, but it's something. It's like an encircling. I would yes. call it that. Like an encircling staircase. And the mom, I blame the mom for this, mm-hmm. has painted a tree like a cherry blossom tree cherry blossom tree up through the staircase and it's in bloom and it's it looks cool it looks really cool it looks really cool um you can also tell this house like is kind of torn between like classical proper like every place for everything in its place yeah and then like winsome magic yeah like boho like randomness Mm -hmm. and again mom and dad Yes, yes, where like uh all the all the rooms are square and regimented, but also there's some flourish. Yep. So Paddington walks in, he's like, Thank you for giving me a home and then I was like, Whoa, whoa, time out. We're not giving you a home. We're You're providing you a night. room for the night. And then, Just we, the, then we're gonna figure out something yeah. else. And also everybody still very much talking like he's human and mm-hmm. understands what's going on. And so the mom you know, I was talking to him just like, yeah, you're, you're welcome here for the night. We'll find a place for you. And then 
dad's like, yeah, and in the morning we'll find some sort of nice... Like a, like a proper guardian for you. Like, what's a guardian? Like someone who like takes care of you and, and watches over you and makes sure you're okay. Oh, like you guys. Yeah, but not... But not us. <laughs> yeah. Like there's got to be like a government program for people whose right. parents right. Or are... Like, like maybe maybe you know somebody and they're like, oh, my parents died when I was little. I don't know anybody here. Oh, well, maybe there's a facility run by the government that accepts people whose parents have passed on. And the son's like, like an orphanage? And you see this like... The mental image, image, the mental image of an orphanage, and it's like, orphanage, and it's like this, like, scary uh, black building with, like, lightning. And Dad's like, oh, no, 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 maybe, Not like, Not like an orphanage. Maybe just some facility for children whose parents have sadly passed on. Right, for young souls whose children has, ha, yeah, young souls whose parents have sadly passed on. And so then it's the exact same image, but instead of orphanage, it says, like, institution for young souls whose parents have sadly passed on. <laughs> But it's the same, like, beat for beat, the same uh, lightning strike. Yeah. And the son is like, that doesn't sound better. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> and dad's like, eh, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point. And then mom kind of bends over. She's like, so we're going to kind of get ready and figure out what's happening for the night. But do you need to go freshen up? And he's like, pardon me. She's like, I mean, use the facilities. He's like, the facilities? She's like, the most people do after a journey. And he's like, oh. Okay. Well, if that's what most people do, that's what I'll do. And so then they kick him up to the bathroom and he walks in there. And then we see dad trying to like make a phone call. He's like, yes, I'd like to add something to my insurance policy. Yes. What's that? Um, a I bear. Have a, I have a house guest. It's a bear. And oh, okay. They're, they're like, yeah. No one is like, what? No. What? <laughs> Get the fucking bear out of your house. They're like, oh, a bear is house guest. We have a policy number for that. <laughs> like... 3.6. Yeah. He's, he is a bear. Yeah. yeah, Grizzly? No, no. no Although I, I haven't seen him in the morning. morning. Yeah. Um, also, they introduce uh, Mrs. Bird at mm-hmm. this point. She's like, there's Mrs. a Bird. lady that hops around the house. Her name's Mrs. Bird. She's like an old relative, you know, distant relative or something. Um, and, like, they're like, yeah, so we brought home a bear. And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. She's like, you're not surprised. She's like, honey, I gave up being surprised when they invented the microwave oven. She turns the microwave. She's like, I still don't, I trust, still don't trust you. And it is Molly Weasley. It is Molly Weasley. Yeah, I recognize her. She's the one that I recognized. And I was like, I recognize that lady. And yep. I was like, oh, it's Molly Weasley <laughs> being the best. Yeah. And she was like, the storm's coming on. My knees can feel it. And uh, she's like, the radio said it would clear up. She's like, radio, it's bullshit. Like, my knees never lie. So we go up to the bathroom, and Paddington is experimenting. He's using the toothbrushes to clean out his ears, which is, like, super gross. Okay, so he has, there's two toothbrushes. He sticks them both in his ears. He sticks them very deep. In both Very ears. deep in his ears. Yeah. To I, clean them out. I'm not an expert on bare ear anatomy, but it it's, seems too far. It seems too far. It seems too far for me. Uh, he pulls them out. They have a redonkulous amount of <laughs> earwax. And he's like, huh. And he goes to lick it. And he licks it. And then he's like, oh, it tastes that was, terrible. That was a terrible plan. That was a terrible plan. And then he's like, I need something. And he opens a bottle of mouthwash and just like chugs it. And then. Right. And then his <gasps> chest is on fire. Yeah. So then he like drinks out of the toilet. Right. But he gets stuck. And freaks out. He ends up breaking the toilet lands in the bathtub and then turns on the faucet for the bathtub so now like there's water coming out just of the water broken spraying toilet. everywhere the bath mat floats over and clogs up the the bottom door 
Yeah, the bottom of the door. Therefore, sealing this bathroom and making, like, a hermetically sealed, like, bomb. Yeah. Now, it is an older house, and they have radiator heat, so they don't have vents or anything mm-hmm. that could drain. So there's some logic there. Mm-hmm. But also, whoever built this bathroom did a damn good job, because not a right. drop is going to leak right. out. Right, and there's no, there's no little cracks anywhere. Right. So we go down to the family who's in the kitchen, conveniently located directly below the bathroom, mm-hmm. and they're talking about logistics, and the girl's like, um, he can't sleep in my room because he is a he-bear. I'm like, that is... Least of your problems. Yeah. First off, uh, this thing is middle complete, school girl. This is this thing came into your house completely buck naked for but for a hat. Mm-mm. So like obviously modesty. Not 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 of, his jam. A paramount concern. Yeah. I mean, I understand your modesty is something you want to preserve, and I respect that. But like, yeah. I also would be like, I'm not sleeping in a room with, with a, a bear, bear, regardless of gender. Yeah. Um, and while. They're talking about that. You see a flash of the bathroom, which is flooding. Mm-hmm. And then just immediately back. And Mrs. Bird's knees are um, acting up. and Right. And she's like, it's going to come soon. And he's like, and Dad's like, I assure you, it is not going to rain. To rain inside. And as he says that, a drop forms on the ceiling. Right. And falls into his tea. It falls into his tea. And he's like, oh, God, no. So he runs upstairs. And was like, hey, Paddington, how's it going? And he's like, oh, I mean, it's fine, but uh, I'm having a little trouble with your facilities. Like, it's, it's it's a little confusing to me. <laughs> so Dad opens the door, and when he does so, a wall of water erupts. I'm like, this is, this is not... That's not how any of this works. First off, whatever latch they were using to keep that door shut... Right, would be so strong. Yeah. So strong. And it, like, explodes out. Yeah, the door opens outward, so it's not like it was being held by the jam or something. Right. It just blows out, and Paddington rides the wave down the stairs. Riding the bathtub. Riding the cast iron bathtub. All the way down the stairs. So the cast iron bathtub floats. floats. And then skids across the hardwood floor into where the kitchen is. Yes. Leaving no visible damage. Right, right. Because I think all the all the legs fell off yeah. when it when it's just down the stairs. I guess. I hope. I mean, there should be non-trivial amounts of damage. No. no. But he skids up and the sun's like, awesome. That was amazing. This is the most amazing thing that ever happened in my house. And so they're like, all right. I mean, I gotta say, a bear surfing in okay. yeah. in a bathtub down our stairs. It would be pretty epic. Would be pretty epic. Would be like in top five uh, most amazing things that my happened. kids would talk about that for literally years. It's true. It's true. So like that that reaction is not uh, outpaced. No, but also <laughs> the house would be in severe damage. It would mode. be in fucking shambles. Like you would be getting a hotel. Yes, you can be like, we cannot stay here. It is unsafe. <laughs> yeah. But no, they're fine. Right, they're like, we got some towels. We'll so, make it work. We cut to that night. Paddington is now up in the attic where they mm-hmm. decided to house him. Um, writing a note to his aunt. In to his the, Aunt Lucy. The retirement, bare retirement home. And he's like, all right, let me tell you where I'm at. So the dad is very risk adverse and very, like, cautious. Mm-hmm. The mom seems, like, fun. 
Right. And, and kind of a free spirit. She, she has a big heart. She's um, an artist. She's like illustrates adventure novels. Like she's great. Cool. Right. She doesn't know what her uh, hero is going to look like. That's the that's where she's stuck. Right. The daughter, she suffers from a condition known as embarrassment. Embarrassment. It's, it's very acute. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the son, Jonathan, he wants to be an astronaut. But uh, after an unfortunate incident um, involving, like, I forget what he did, but he, like, oh, the rocket boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's no longer allowed to play with anything more dangerous than the toys his dad had as a kid. But he's, like, really fucking good at it. Right, right. So he's only allowed to play with educational uh, toys of yesteryear. Right. Um, And so, like, he seems pretty cool, too. And they're just, like, housing me for the night until we can figure out where I need to go. But, like, yeah, so far, London, not too unfriendly. You were okay. I mean, it's not not as friendly as we thought. But, like... It's not terrible. It's okay. I think think we'll be okay. Yeah. And then the mom comes up and is like, hey... um, can't sleep either. And she's like, no, I mean, I'm just trying to figure things out. He's like, do you know anything about anyone in London? She's like, no. He's like, no, not really. All I have is this hat from the Explorer. She's like, wait, time out. That hat was the Explorer's hat? Oh, well, I got a friend that knows a lot about old stuff. So maybe yeah. he knows where that hat came from and we can use that to trace him down. He's like, splendid idea. That's Yeah, let's do this. She's like, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, weren't you supposed to take me to figure out where I'm supposed to be tomorrow? She's like, yeah, what my husband know doesn't doesn't know won't hurt him. Right. Well, we'll fi- let's. I feel like it's worth looking into this particular uh, yeah. avenue first. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, cool, let's do that." And so they leave on that note, and that's when we see the museum. Mm-hmm. There's a guy with a delivery. Yes. Walking through the museum, he walks up to the Department of Taxidermy. And it turns around and it's Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman in a very severe blonde bob. Very severe. Looks good. It looks yeah. good on her. Very uh, severe cut lab coat mm-hmm. ensemble. Like. Right. She's being a cold calculating bitch. Which good for her. Yeah. Um, And so what the guy is delivering is this little cute monkey. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm adding to this to the collection. My favorite gag in this mm-hmm. is that he walks in and there's all these animal heads on the wall. Yes. And she reaches over and she pulls the tusk from like a warthog and door slides open. And when they walk through it. Right. It's the back room. It's the back room. And sticking out of the wall are all the rest of the bodies of these animals. Right. All the butts. All the butts of the animals are sticking out of the wall, mm-hmm. hanging there. And I'm just like, that. That's hilarious. That's great. So like they're complete taxidermies right the whole the whole body is taxidermied but just the head is through the wall just the head's through the wall and so like it's it's kind of brilliant it is is funny (laughs) and delivery guy is talking trying to make small talk because i think he's trying to you know like trying to mac on nicole kidman because she's like gorgeous i mean she's i mean she's still nicole kidman right like yeah yeah and uh he's like yeah so this is cool but like i was down at the docks and like Something weird's going on. She's like, what's up? And he's like, I saw, like, these paw prints. Looked like bear prints, but they were sticky. And when I opened it up, like... Was... Yeah, there was, a, like, a like a dinghy full of, like, old marmalade containers. Did you say marmalade? Where did this boat come from? He's like, oh, like, dark as Peru. And she's like, hold, up, hold on the fuck. Like, she's like, finally. Yeah. She's like, I gotta find this. This is my my father's honor rest upon this 
and she throws a like scalpel at the wall and she's got this whole like murder investigation yes. like red string fucking red string and it's the um the her father was apparently the adventurer i, I feel like murder investigators don't really use red string <laughs> i don't know i don't judge them if that's what helps them organize things i mean sure i feel like it's probably more closely like a visio document and or like a spreadsheet it's a fucking spreadsheet yeah 100 percent. yeah 90, 99% of the time, it's just going to be the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Maybe there's some pivot tables, but like, it's not it's not as sexy at all. No. So, we skip back to the house. It's the next morning. Dad's brushing his teeth, kind of noticing the root tooth. He's like, oh, this toothpaste tastes weird. He's like looking at the toothpaste. And then Paddington walks by. He's like, why are you using your earbrushes in your mouth? And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> he like th- kind of throws up in the sink. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, like, overlapping conversations and, like, the girl's talking about, like, how her bathroom stuff got ruined in last night's shenanigans and the boy's like, this is so awesome. Can I take Paddington Barrick? No. To school? No. You can't Uh, let anybody know he's staying with us because everyone already thinks we're weird. And he's like, I mean, why not? Let's get here into the skid. Let's be the awesomest weird people ever. Let's be the greatest weird people ever. And then, um... It culminates with everybody kind of around the table and the girl's like, I didn't even get to wash my face. And Paddington looks at her and goes, oh, okay. And just licks, licks, her, licks her chin face. to forehead. And she just looks at him like... He's like, did that help? And she's just like, I'm leaving. Yeah, just like absolute <laughs> shell-shocked by the whole situation. It's great. Um, and um, then Mr. Curry next door, as they're all leaving the house, sticks his head out. I was like, hey, what the fuck was going on last night? He's like... Yeah, we had a little spot of bother. We've got a bear in the house. You know how that goes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds reasonable. But, like, I hope I don't hear any more noise from you guys. Right. I hope, you, I hope you're like, oh, yeah, the bear's moving on. I'm like, great, 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 great news. Great, great, great news. Okay, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure again. Yeah, again. What? No one gives a fuck about, like, a person absconding with a bear. No. It's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. If I walked, I don't know. Just in my regular, regular life. And there was a bear in a hat speaking mm-hmm. English. I would assume he is a person in a costume. Or I was having some sort of stroke. Or Yes. Or I would, yeah, I'd be having an extreme mental break. Yeah. Due to, like, phys- physical or psychological Trauma. issues. Yeah. 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 Or I'd be like, where are the hidden cameras? Yeah, like, there's only, like, four options here. And most of them involve me, like, needing to seek professional help right, in the form of a doctor and or lawyer. Not None of them are... Uh, the, Just go on with your life. Right. But everyone in this London is like, yeah, bears are whatever, man. But that's how that works. Um. So then they go to the underground. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, listen, there are pickpockets, thieves, murderers, and other vagabonds around. On every platform. You need to, yeah, yeah. stay with us and you'll be safe. And then, of course, they get immediately separated. And as they... But they're not watching him. Oh, gosh, They're like... Nobody holds his hand. Yeah, off in their own little whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you gotta keep up. Maybe, like, dad thought mom was watching him, mom thought dad was watching him. I don't know. Like, whatever happened... They dropped the ball. Whatever happened, they severely dropped the ball with Paddington. Um, and then, so he's trying to get down the escalator, and he's trying to figure it out, and he knows a sign that says, dogs must be carried, and he's like, 
Oh, okay, so he just like goes off and finds a dog. He and just gets on the takes escalator. a random dog, and he's like, "Well, if I have a dog, I can ride the escalator." And then he sees the sun like stand on right, so he like lifts his right foot up in the air. Right, he just stands on his right foot. And he lifts his left foot up in the air. Yep, and does like a yoga pose. He's like, "Is this how it's supposed to work?" But then he ends up falling over and like throwing the dog, and then laying mm-hmm. at the bottom of the escalator as it like hits him in the butt, and he's like, "Boom!" He's like pushing boom, against the side. Boom. And the mom reaches over and, like, picks him up. And then this, like, very huffy dude walks up. He's like, and that that's my dog. This must be yours. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, sorry. And, and he walks off. And you're like, okay. Well, I mean, honestly. Honestly, if some bear stole my fucking dog. I didn't eat it. I'd be mad. Right. If he ate it, I'd be really mad. But, yeah. like, also giving him a I'd bigger I'd be like, bird. what the fuck is going on, bear? You can't just take other people's dogs. Mm-hmm. So they eventually get to the antique guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, good, you're just in time for Elevensies. Right, who is played by... I don't rec- I don't remember his name. Oh, okay. Um, he is Bridget Jones's dad. Yes. And also in Harry Potter, I think he's like Slugworth? Slughorn. Slug he's Slughorn. Yeah. Yeah, I recognized him, but I don't remember his name. Yeah. He's, yeah. In, he's in many things. Yeah, but also as like the kind of eccentric older British dude that you Right, right. Know, he's right? also the priest in um, Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. You, maybe you recognized him in that. That's great movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like, oh, you're just in time for Elevensies. And he has an entirely elaborate, like, clock that opens up with the drawbridge where a train comes out and brings hot tea in the boiler of the train and, like, right. muffins. And, and, yeah, and snacks. And snacks. And he's like, yeah, I came here from, like, Eastern Europe when I was very young. So I kind of, like, sympathize with this bear. I'm like, it's still a bear. So right. no, he's right. like, but, you know, yeah. he's like, I know what it's like to travel uh, when I was young to a country where I didn't know anybody. He's like, and he's like, well, how did you find a home? And he's like, oh, my great aunt uh, set me up. But she wasn't great. Right. And it was like a home is a lot more than a roof over your head. Yeah. I did like his line. He's like, my body arrived, but my heart, she took a little longer to be to arrive. And he's like. You know, like, I get it. Like, right. your heart's still with your aunt, but, like, it'll it'll catch up. Right, like, right. This you will can... be your home eventually. So. Mm-hmm. So, He's like, but let's look at this hat. And as they're looking at his hat, a pickpocket walks into the shop. Mm-hmm. This is a common problem in England. I mean, I, I sh- it's probably a common problem in cities. Probably. In all cities. Fair. Not just England. Um... And the bear kind of looks over and sees him. He's like, oh, hi there. And the guy freaks out, drops the wallet. And Padding's like, oh, you. Drops the wallet that he was stealing. That he was stealing. And Padding picks it up. He's like, oh, you dropped this, sir. And like chases him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like running through the streets. Through a very ridiculous chase scene. It really is. Um, my favorite, like he turns into this, like he runs into like a shop and ends up with like a flashing police hat with like a blue light on the top i'm like is that a thing mm-hmm. i don't believe so and the dude's like oh my gosh it's some sort of police bear and he gets in his car and starts driving off paddington ends up trying to like kind of getting thrown onto the back of a bus right uh he also has like a, somehow like a kite string well so he runs into the back of the bus and when he gets smacked into it he grabs a leash from a dog who is the same dog that he got off the oh. underground what are the odds mm-hmm. and um he's got an umbrella and so what ends up happening is the 
Yeah, the leash is in the door of the bus. The right. back the back of the bus. So he ends up holding onto this string and he's got an umbrella, so he ends up flying like a kite up into the air. Mm-hmm. Um and floating through the air where he floats by the daughter's classroom window and she's like everyone's like oh my god there's a bear flying through the the sky and the the teacher is like uh but calculus well no she's teaching english (laughs) and she's actually teaching shakespeare and she's like and this brings us to one of shakespeare's most famous stage directions exit pursued by by and all the classes like bear and the and they're like, good job. No, no, there's a bear. And so right as they see him, like the cord snaps or the bus stops or whatever, and he falls and ends up landing on said pickpocket. When did the pickpocket get out of his car? I don't know. Did they show that part? I guess. But he knocks the pickpocket over. All of this stuff falls out. The cops that had seen a bear in a helmet and called in like officer in pursuit. Officer in pursuit. All they needed was that fucking helmet. Didn't matter if it was actually like a three foot six furry brown bear. They were just like, yeah, cool. They were like, I mean, he has the dumb hat. We're all in this together. Yeah. And so he dumps all the wallets when Paddington hits him. He dumps all the pickpocket, dumps all the wallets around. And so the police are like right there and we're like, oh, we've been looking for you and bust him. And he's the big hero. And all the all the school children are like. Clapping and cheering from the windows. From the windows, and uh, and he was like, "Oh, hey, Judy!" Uh, and Judy was like, "Oh, you're not supposed to know who I am." And someone's like, "Do you know that bear, Judy? He's fucking awesome." And Judy's like, "Yeah, I guess I do. I guess I do know him if he's awesome." Bye, Paddington. I'm here for the awesome points. And so then they just like he just like wanders back to the antique right. shop. They just dismiss him. They're like. Good job, weird bear, for impersonating an officer and making an arrest. I don't you know. You can go on your way. Sure. Do, do they even take the costume uh, hat? No, they just... Away from him? They're just like, go, do your thing? Yeah. So he just wanders back. Everybody's clapping. Without the hat, though. Without yeah, the hat. doesn't have the hat yet. Maybe, maybe the officers do take that. They do take the hat. <laughs> So he wanders back to the antique shop and there's like all these people in the antique shop clapping and applauding for him because they do wear Way more from. people who were in the antique shop are clapping for him. Like yeah. they like called all all, all of the friends. the friends of antique shop. And we're just like, yeah, yeah. This bear apparently uh, solved this whole problem. They're like, yeah, we've been looking for that pickpocket for like weeks. So good for you. By the way, got news on the hat. It's from the cart- or from the geographer's guild. Mm-hmm. You should check with them. They might be able to tell you who had it and where it came from. And yeah, that's your next step that's in the story. Step. We have a brief interlude mm-hmm. where there are these security guards. Oh, yes. Okay. And they're looking out over all these camera feeds. These are the guys from Paddington Station. And my favorite part is they've got like a snack bar wrapper. <laughs> And one they, of the guys is like, they have an Oreo. They have an Oreo cookie sleeve. Yeah, and the guy's like, complex carbohydrates, and he's like, seven point seven grams. He's like, six point six. Ah, oh, man, so close. And he's like, okay, you know, how many grams of sugar? How many grams of protein? And I was like, they are so fucking bored. They are that they have memorized a uh, snack food nutritional value. And they are quizzing each other on it. So what happens is Millicent 
comes out of the vent behind them, blows mm-hmm. like tranquilizer darts into their necks, and then they is, immediately pass oh, out, just like doom, the, into, into nothing. Yeah, it is the fucking fastest. What if it's not tranquilizers? What if they're just dead? Yeah, she's just like neurotoxin in their asses. I feel like neurotoxins are also slow though. Like I mean, anything that goes through your bloodstream is like mm, one thousand, two thousand, three at least. At least, but like more like twenty fucking minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> there are very few. Yeah, they're not. They're not fast. No, no, that's they're not, not how fast. But she gets to the security feeds and is able to figure out where the bear got mm-hmm. on a taxi and get the taxi cab's license plate, which is Cabby. Yeah, C-A-B-B-I-E or maybe 8-I-E. Yeah, I think one of the B's it's unclear. is unclear. Yeah. Still, it, it works well enough to be... It was like, oh, that's very memorable. Yeah. And so she's like, all right, next stop. So we're back at the house. Mm-hmm. And mom and the bear are there. And dad's like, um the fuck like that you were taken to the authority she's like yeah i was like gonna do that but then i decided to like do some investigation see if i could figure some shit out and he's like no 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 that's no, not, no, not what we, we talked about. about i'm taking charge i'm gonna take care of this bear i'm gonna get him to where he needs to be um and the kids run in like hey look he, you're famous like you've been in london one day and you're already in the paper and they show like a picture of him on the front page as the bear that like busted this pickpocket which is admittedly a newsworthy event. I mean, yes, that's that's some real clickbait, uh, if ever I've heard it. Yeah. Where it's like, bear arrest pickpocket in London. Yeah. And they start talking about how, like, it is how it is to be new and weird and different and, like, have a little, it's a little metaphor or whatever. Right. And Judy's like, I'm sorry I was mean to you, but now that you're cool, I want to be your friend. Exactly. <laughs> And also my parents, like, my dad's so lame, and my parent mom is so cringeworthy, and Mrs. Bird walks up, she's like, listen, I knew your parents when they were younger, and they were fucking awesome. Right. You're the ones who made them lame. (laughs) And the way she describes it, like, they're riding a motorcycle, and you see, like, you know, dad's driving the motorcycle, and he's got an awesome mustache, Mm -hmm. and mom's riding behind him and they pull up to a hospital and she is very visibly pregnant right and they high five and they're like we're not gonna let this baby change us and they're like never babe we're like young and wild always Woo-hoo! and they run to the hospital and then they come out of the hospital and dad's like okay everybody take this is this is a very precious baby like you stop moving don't knock him over you with the flowers back off i'm not sure he's ready for pollen yet right right and there's like, this is our new, we're like, where's the bike? And he's like, oh, this is our new car. And it's like a very beige station wagon. Yeah. And uh, the wife is like, it's very beige. He's like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's a calming color. I did my research. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, you guys sucked all the joy out of your parents' right. life. It's your fault. It's your fault your parents aren't like young and free and cool. Yeah. So like, maybe he doesn't make the best impression now, but like, he used to be fun and also he's, he's doing he's doing all of this for uh what he feels like is is your best. And then then they look at the bear and like, by the way, um you may not be making the best impression. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I think you need bath." He's like, "Oh, fuck no." Mm-hmm. But they managed to have a bath montage where he Right, right. Like they we can spruce you up. Like Apparently they fixed a bathroom in 24 hours, which is impressive for the so damage that was done. you do see uh, a montage of Mrs. Bird re-welding the... Uh, cast iron tub. The cast iron tub. So, good so for like, her. Mrs. Bird, 
can get some shit done. She is Molly Weasley. She is Mo- She is Molly Weasley. <laughs> Maybe like it's Molly Weasley's like second job where she's like, oh, you know, for this Muggle family. <laughs> I was manning to the burrow, but like honestly, I've got enough charms on it. It's kind of on autopilot. Right, so right. I'm gonna so you know, earn I'm a like, little side I s- hustle. I swing by and like fix these families' problems. And occasionally bring home a rubber ducky for my husband. Yes. Yes, it's a, it's a whole reconnaissance mission. <laughs> yeah, um, and so there's a whole montage of them giving the kid a uh, or the bear a bath, mm-hmm. and he like shakes it all off, and everybody like gets a wet. Fucking dog. And then they take him into um, their the room, and they're using like a hair dryer, hair dryers, two hair dryers, two hair dryers. Like, oh, hot hot airs, hot airs, hot wind, hot wind. I, I don't, don't like this. Hot oh, wind. There's two two hot winds. I'm very much not liking this. And then they get done, and he is just. Puffed. He's very poopy. He's like, do do I look okay? And they're like, I mean, no. <laughs> Let's find you a comb. And um, the mate, uh, Mrs. Bird comes in. She's like, hey, I've got this old coat you could wear to like keep warm because you're just a bear completely covered in fur. Completely covered in fur. I don't know why he needed the coat. Maybe just to stay dry. Maybe to stay dry. But also he's a bear covered in fur. He's a bear. He has fur. He's not naked. Yeah. He has fur. Um, And they're like, oh, you look like just like one of the family. And the girl's like, oh, that used to be my coat. And the dad's like, actually. <laughs> it used to be my coat before like, it was your coat. Where the fuck are these people buying coats? I mean. 1974. But... That That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the answer. It was pre-fast fashion. <laughs> yeah. It's real. I mean, it's the fact that it's still there. It's pretty impressive. Um. And so dad kind of sees this like, all right, fine. We'll try the geographer's guild tomorrow and evaluate from there. If we were able to find some answer, mm-hmm. like maybe that's all we need. And he's like, okay. Mom's kind of like, yeah, got it. Sounds good. We flash back to Millicent. Millicent. She's tracked down the cabbie. Yes. She's taking on a cab ride. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, uh, you have any weird things back here? He's like, ah, yeah, you know, you know, popes and clergy and acrobats and bears and like i had a bear the other day and they're like really tell me tell me everything about that oh gosh no i can't do that right i mean i can't like tell you where where i took a bear like just the cabbie's coat we don't we don't squeal like that's Mm -hmm. what we do so next thing you see is that she's got him tied up by his feet upside down under a bridge yeah and she's like you're going to tell me about this fucking bear. He's like, yeah, the code is really more a set of suggestions. Like, here's the exact address I left the bear out at. Like, please don't kill me, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cool. She's like, great. And she just like cuts him down and he like lands on his head. And I'm thinking he's probably. He falls into water. You hear a splash. Yeah. And he's tied up. Like, he's trussed. Like, he's right. Our kids are, tied. are like, oh, that dude's fucking dead. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Like, he never appears anywhere else in this movie. Spoilers. Right. But right. yeah, I he's mean, dead. First of many. Yeah. Not the first of many. Probably like the third. Yeah. I think other people have died in this movie still. <laughs> yeah. So, Millicent is then at the mailbox, mm-hmm. or the phone box, outside of um, outside of the house. Right. Like, spying and trying to find the bear. And she finally sees him. She's like, oh, I got a plan. And that's when Mr. Uh, Curry Mr. comes Curry around. Mr. Curry comes around and was like, you have been in this phone box for 45 minutes. So, either... Like, you have a real uh, complicated emergency, or you're, like, you know... Fascinating, unlicensed advertisements. Right, right. And she comes out, she's like... And when she opens the door to confront him, it's 
the music hello is it me you're looking for lionel richie fucking lionel, lionel goddamn richie i did not have my shields up for this <laughs> no you laughed out loud it was great yeah, i did like ah. <laughs> so so uh, mr curry has a moment yeah and he recovers uh, uh, Millicent does not have a moment because she's a cold ass bitch. But she but, sees his moment. But she sees his moment and is going to use it. She's like, so this bear, he's here. Um, I assume, you know, you don't want bears here. They're like crazy and loud. So um, we need to talk about how we can get rid of it. Right. We can band together to like, you know, make this a bear free neighborhood. And he's like, Cause, uh-huh. Because NIMBY. Yeah. <laughs> no bears in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, not in my backyard. Yeah, um, and so they're, like, having a little moment of her, like, totally seeing through him and him being smitten. hmm And then we go to the cartographer guild with Dad and the bear. Yes, yes. And it is, like, an old, tiny uh, bank. Yeah, there's almost. a lot of pneumatic tubes. There's it's so, a very ba- big so many item. pneumatic tubes. And so they walk up to the receptionist, like, hey, we want to know about your expeditions to Darkest Peru. And she, like, hold on. And she gets a tube, and like this is whole clockwork system that pulls the right data and puts it in the you know right tube. Then it comes down behind her, and she opens it up. And she goes, "Oh, we've never been to Peru." And like, but you you had to have been to Peru. Like, like he's got the hat. Like, yeah, I got the hat. I got the hat in Peru. Like, yeah, somebody and, at least passed Peru. And so then Paddington sneaks away while Dad's trying to kind of argue a bit. Right, and, and the secretary is like, "Look." I can't let you and your bear just, like, loose in the archives. Which, like, true. true. <laughs> but also, bear. <laughs> the bear part is not the part anyone is concerned about through all of this movie. <laughs> Again, what world is this? But Paddington wanders off and Dad catches him in an elevator and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to try to figure out what I can figure out. And the dad's like. That's like, you need my help. Yeah. And so dad dresses up as a maid because mm-hmm. there was conveniently like a maid's cart in the elevator with them. Yeah. Complete with uniform. Complete with uniform, which includes the dress. Mm-hmm. And so dad walks out wearing rouge and eyeshadow. Full face of makeup. Yeah. Full face of makeup along with uh, the the maid uniform. Yeah. And um, they try to sneak by the you know, into this like cubicle area and this guy who's like at a desk is like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, Are you new? And he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm new. My, like I thought I would I would have remembered seeing you. Yeah. And my favorite part is in the captions for this, they say high pitched Welsh accent. High pitched Welsh accent. <laughs> I'm like, I could not I mean I can't place a Welsh accent. <laughs> Other than the fact that I've heard Tom Jones speak twice. <laughs> sure. 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 But, um, but this dude from the reception is like absolutely macking on her. Yes. But she does manage to get away from him. So it's, I was like, okay, I'm going to go clean my cubes now. And she's like, okay, I'm going to watch you. Yeah. Like a creeper. Yeah. Uh, our kids were like, every time a man has to dress like a woman, another man hits on them. And I was like, because men are the worst. <laughs> and they are always hitting on you at work. And uh, our one son was like, really? And I was like, I mean, 
Not always. Not but, always. But there's always the but one. Definitely sometimes. There's all there's like don't don't be that dude. Don't be that dude. But there's yeah, that one dude shows up enough that Yeah. Yeah, not not always, but definitely sometimes. Yeah. Uh and so they get to this desktop and they start searching des about Darkest Peru. There's like two hundred items and the first one comes up like record destroyed. Record destroyed, record deleted. And so um as they're searching. The reception guy comes up and is like, "Hey, how you doing? Like, I want to talk to you a little more." Like, hey, I I forgot to check your badge. To check your badge. And so, um, the dad like kind of pats his pocket and finds was, the badge. Was, was like, like, "Oh, oh it's a really old picture." Like, yeah, it looks like uh, she's like, "I've lost a few pounds. I lost like, a lot of weight." And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, you you look real good." And the uh, the and he kind of gestures towards the face. She's like, "I got it lasered." Yeah. And the arm grew back. It's... She's like, oh, this is a, a false, false arm. arm. And, like, pulls it up and, like, just crosses in front of her body, his body. And just holds body. it. Yeah. And he's like, really? And he starts, like... And the reception dude starts, like, poking, poking it with it. a pin. And you can see the dad is just, like, not... Just like, I don't feel... I don't, I don't feel any of that. And he's like, wow! That's this is amazing. amazing! It's a very lifelike arm. Meanwhile, um... She's like, I gotta go get back to cleaning. Because Patton like, is, like, pulling all the, info, all the info about Peru, and they're yeah. just, like, stashing it all. And he ends up with, like, a reel of film. And then the dad's like, listen, we gotta, like, go. Like, I think we're me. Right. I think it's a bust. They just start shoving stuff back into the pneumatic tubes to get it going back. And they accidentally show Paddington's like baguette with marmalade right. into right. the tubes because in the in the beginning he was like, "Ooh, I love this like French marmalade sandwich, this fancy baguette." Yeah, and so they shove that in there, and it gets in there, and it plugs the system. I mean, most I don't think most pneumatic tube systems could handle would, could handle. A sandwich, not in the pneumatic tube holder. Yeah, just a raw, you know, just like a raw sandwich. Like the next time, marmalade. The sandwich. next time you're at uh, at the bank. At the bank, if you just like put in a six inch uh, subway sub, I feel like <laughs> things are gonna go bad. <laughs> I feel like that would go bad. <laughs> uh, but it causes the the pneumatic hub that's in the lobby to mm-hmm. like explode and shoot paper everywhere. Right, it's just a giant mess. And you see um dad in the bear running out um the front. Still dad is dressed like the Still late. dad is dressed like the maid, yeah. And as they run out the front door, the reception guy stands up and goes, "Stop that sexy lady." Yeah, the cr- the creepy dude. And they they run out and get out. Right, and I think our youngest was like, "That's not a super descriptive." <laughs> like, <laughs> that might be very particular to your peccadilloes. Right, I don't right. know. That is not super useful in tracking down a suspect. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're sexy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then we go back to Millicent and uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Curry. They're in Mr. Curry's house and talking about the danger of one bear and how then you end up with more bears. And they start like being loud and obnoxious. Right. They have midnight picnics. There's like honey everywhere. It's like a mess. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like buns thrown at ladies was one of the things I think. But they're like, so. We can't have that. So here's what you need to do, Mr. Curry. Anytime you see that that bear is alone in the house. You call me. You call me and I will help solve this problem. He's like, oh, yeah, got it. Yeah, I have an excuse to call you and you gave me your digits. Like, sweet. Right. This is going way better than I planned. 
So. And she's like, you can do that for me, right? Oh, and he's like, oh, of course. Um, then we catch up with the family who is watching the film that they stole mm-hmm. from darkest Peru from darkest Peru. And it is the film strip we saw at the beginning mm-hmm. where the explorer is talking about finding the bears and how they're intelligent. And, how and the bears good. saved his life. And then he taught them language and he like got along. Blah, 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 blah. And I do like, there's a, there's a neat little special effect moment where, uh, I mean, the whole thing's special effect because Paddington's all CG. Yes. But he walked, Paddington walked up to the screen and then walks through the screen into like memory and like. Right, where it switches from black and white uh, film grain to, to what his home looked like at the beginning. Uh, and he's like, yeah, this is, this is what I remember. This is, this is the connection. This is right. And uh, the whole family's like, okay, like, got it. Cool. And so. We go back home. Paddington's writing yet another letter to his aunt about how awesome the family is. Right. And the family's like kind of getting ready to leave and run some errands all in different directions. Mm-hmm. And they realize they don't really, no one's doing anything with Paddington right now. Right. And they're like, but Paddington will be okay alone for a couple hours, right? Like, here's here's all the phone books. Um, we know the the explorer's name was Montgomery Clyde. So, we'll look up every M. Clyde in London. Like, somebody's got to know him. Yep. So, just start making a list. And um, as soon as everybody leaves, Mr. Curry calls Melissa... Melissant. Melissant. I want to call her Maleficent, which is a different movie. It's different, yeah. And first off, he calls... He's like, Honeypot, this is... um, What's he called? Something eagle. Yeah, like... Fierce eagle. Fierce eagle. And she's like, "What?" And he's like, um, "It's Mr. Curry." But I thought maybe we should have some like we we agreed that we that we should have code names. And I was like, "Oh my god, they called her Honey Pot!" Like, yeah. Ooh. oof. So, <laughs> so on the nose. And she's like, "Okay," like you can see her kind of just being like, "Oh gosh." Okay, fine. I gotta go over there. Okay, like you know, fierce eagle. What do you have for me? And he's like, he's alone. She's like, "All right, I'll be right over." So she runs into Mr. Curry's house, which is next door, and he's there at the door in a suit and with like, like a corsage, and he's like, "Yeah, hey. like a fucking bow tie." And he's like, "Hey, I thought maybe we could do dinner after this. I've got some really it, great paste sandwiches, meat paste sandwiches, meat paste sandwiches, and pickles." But I think the paste may have gone off a few days ago, but it's still probably fine. We could make a go at it. And she's like, "Yeah, um, after this thing." Okay, maybe. what is meat paste it is exactly what you think it is it is like ground up meat in a super smooth yeah to like a pate i would assume so in a tube tube or tub i don't know maybe the fancy stuff comes Ooh, in a tub and they just like spread it on toast the I mean, brits are wild it's not the worst thing they eat have you seen a full english breakfast i have eaten a full english breakfast i'm not surprised by that revelation <laughs> Okay, one, I like a savory breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, to you, it's yeah. a lot of food. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Like, I, I like a big lot of food breakfast, and I'm here for a savory breakfast. Uh, stewed tomatoes, I was like, eh. Baked beans, I was like, eh. But, like, I'm here for, like, a big slab of, like, fatty ham <laughs> and eggs and Bet toast. So. Yeah. Like, that part of it, I was great. And then I was like, eh. Nobody really needs beans and tomatoes. 
No. Seems unnecessary. Seems unnecessary. So we flip over to Paddington, who's home alone looking through these uh, phone books when he rips the corner of a book. Mm -hmm. I think it gets stuck to the marmalade in his fur and he kind of rips it off. And then he's like, oh, well, I got to tape this up. So he takes him to the other room and tries to pull a piece of tape and tape it. But then the tape just keeps coming. He doesn't understand how to cut it. Right. He doesn't understand how to cut the tape. And then the tape is like across the room and he's all tangled up in it. It's a whole thing. Right. And meanwhile, Millicent sneaks in through the roof like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Okay. They have a glass roof. Mm-hmm. Like a, a skylight. Yeah. a gla- Like a whole glass roof. That she's able to open from she, the outside. She's able to open from the outside. And then lower herself and like this like really fancy harness. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, she's wearing high heels and like a snakeskin cat suit. Yeah, snakeskin like jumpsuit. It's, I mean, it's a look. It is, it is a look. Mm-hmm. It is a look. And she's like shoots at Paddington and misses him as he's like hopping around. And she like drops a smoke bomb. Uh, and then he looks up and sees this, she puts on a gas mask. She puts on a gas mask. She doesn't have the gas mask on Initially. At the, initially. So she puts it on while she's suspended from this rope upside down. She was somehow yeah. holding it, or maybe it was in a backpack. Again, she should have been in Mission Impossible instead of Tom. <laughs> I'd watch that. A hundred percent. Where where did this gas mask come from? And how did where she, was she hiding that How on did she person? get it on so fast? How did she check she's, for a seal? She's got experience, obviously. Right. Uh, also, this is a very, like, old-style uh, Doctor Who Yeah, it's got mask. the long hose that comes down, which is why Paddington, when he sees her coming through the fog, mistakes her for an elephant, freaks out, and runs into the kitchen. I mean, that that's the correct response for an elephant or Nicole Kidman trying to kill you. Yeah. So, like, good job. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, as he runs into the kitchen and tries to hide, he turns the gas on in the oven. Mm-hmm. And so, she chases him into the kitchen and is looking for things. She's like opening all the cupboards. She's like, I know you're here. But as she is looking through, uh, Mr. Curry looks over the glass roof and like a petal from his lapel falls off. Yes. Lands on a mousetrap, which sends the piece of cheese into like a thing and everything like starts falling in this Rube Goldberg way. Yeah, it is a Rube Goldberg machine. And it ends up hitting the igniter of the stove right as Nicole Kidman is in front of it. Right, and it explodes into a ball of fire. Which, like, shoots her across into the 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 foyer again. Right. And she's like, oh, fuck this shit. And just leaves. And just, like, clips in ha- and leaves. House on fire, and she's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, thankfully, Paddington was hiding in, like, a 1950s, like, Atomic-era uh, yeah. refrigerator, and so he's fine. Yeah. Also, the fire goes out fairly quickly. Yes. But the next thing we see is, like, the fire department, like, wrapping up and leaving the house, and the family's all there, and they're like, Dad is like, what the, the hell fuck? happened? Like, I brought a bear in here. I knew that, I thought I knew the dangers of bringing a bear in, but obviously I didn't think Setting my house on fire was on the list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, bear. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, and they kind of have it out a little bit. And then it's the mom and dad alone in the bedroom arguing. Yes. And he's like, she's like, but, you know, the kids are so happy. And he's like, what's the point of them being happy if they're not safe? And I kind of wanted her to respond, what's the point of them being safe if they're not happy? But she didn't. She was just like, meh, 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 meh. She kind of just kind of does yes, it. Yes, like that. That would have that would have been a much better. Uh, yeah, 
like retort retort yeah but also i think it would have been a little too combative for mm-hmm. the thing and and but the dad's like but also i'm just like worried that he's not even telling the truth like what is this about an elephant what the fuck is this bear right, talking it was an about? elephant she and a head of the elephant but a body of a snake like what the fuck like that doesn't make any sense right it's it's one thing if at, you know, it was an accident. Accidents happen. But, like, he's not hes not even being honest with us. He can't be responsible for his own actions. I can't have him here. Right. And Paddington is upstairs in the attic, and through one of the vents, he can hear it. And he's like, okay, I gotta go. So, um, he writes a note and then takes off, um, trudging through the rain of London. Right. Uh, earlier, he was like, I've been in London one day, and so far it's like... It's rained and it's sprinkled. It's drizzled. And it's drizzled and it's like It's been a right downpour. It's been a right downpour and it's just like chucking chucking fucking buckets. <laughs> <laughs> but he ends up uh in front of the palace mm-hmm. and meets up with a guard and he tries to take his hat off to eat his sandwich and all the pigeons show up again and he has to put his hat back on. And while he's kinda of standing there, all of a sudden this hand reaches down and hands him like a triple decker mm-hmm. like blt lettuce and tomato sandwich and he's like huh oh, and he's like i have a real big hat yeah like <laughs> it's just the guard he's got his like super big poofy hat off mm-hmm. and he's like pulling like desserts out of his hat and then like pouring him a cup of tea from a thermos in the hat and putting it back on they're like oh like it's it's a real big hat it's a big hat it's a cute moment and then that guy has to rotate out and the next mm-hmm. guard comes in like nope out and so he kicks him packs him out and so Patty ends up, like, sleeping on a bench in a park. Mm-hmm. The next morning, the whole family is reading this letter about Paddington being like, I'm sorry, I've caused you problems. And, like, right. burned down I'll your just, house. I'll and just leave. The bathroom. I gotta go. And our daughter pointed out, and because she picks up on these kind of things, mm-hmm. everybody in the family is wearing beige. Everyone is the family. Except the dad has beige. a little, like, a muted blue shirt on. Mm-hmm. So, like... There's a bit of a color story there, and family's not doing real well, taking it kind of rough, and the son stands up and kind of yells, like, it's all your guys' fault for not treating him well. Right, you pushed him away. You pushed him away, and when he stands up, you can tell, like, he had, like, a tan jacket on, but, like, he's got a bright red shirt underneath, and, like, he runs out of the room, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, there's definitely a color story here, like... He's got a little bit of fire right. still to him. Right, like beige underneath, but like bright colors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beige on top, bright colors underneath. Yeah, and everybody kind of runs out mad, and even the mom is like, I just, I need to go process this. And Dad and Mrs. Bird are there, and Mrs. Bird's like, yeah. You know this family, like, needed that bear as much as this bear needed this family. Like, he did a good thing here, and it was good for us. And the dad's like... Like, we gotta find this stupid bear. Right. So Paddington, meantime, is going all around London somehow. I don't really know. He knows right. how to navigate London. Right. He knows how to get on subways or maybe cabs. He has some amount of money. He had a Metro card when they were traveling. Sure. Uh, so maybe maybe that Metro card has like a lot of money on it. Or it's like just a weekend pass and you can just do whatever Ooh, he wants. Ooh, he can do whatever he wants for like as long as he gets in for the two days. Yeah. And Perhaps. And he's looking for Montgomery Clyde, all the M. Clyde addresses. Um, also, while he's out, mom calls the police. Is like, yeah, I'm, I'm like to reverse, report a missing 
uh, child. Mm-hmm. He's three foot six. He's wearing a, a blue jacket, a red hat. Um, also is a bear. And they're like, that's not a lot to go on, ma'am. <laughs> because there's so many bears. There's so many bears and red hats and blue coats wandering around London. What the fuck? And, uh, what? <laughs> so, um, they're all kind of like sad that Paddington's gone and they show the hallway with the big foyer with the tree and all the leaves blow off the tree. Mm-hmm. Like a little special effect. Yes. The, Just, the leaves of the tree of the mural. The mural blow away. And I'm like, huh, that was interesting. But yeah. We catch up with Paddington. He's mm-hmm. at number 36, whatever street. It's the last M. Clyde on his list. He's like, are you, is M. Clyde here? And he's like, no, fuck off. And he's like, yeah, but like he's got to be here like you're the last one yeah no clyde's live here at all and so McGovern, so pen turns around gets splashed by like a truck running by through a puddle mm-hmm. and looks up and says sees 36 across the street turns he's around like, real I quick thought i was at 36 and pushes the six up and it's actually 39 it was oh. just like broken it's just low it was yeah it was spun around and so he runs across the street and knocks on the door and he's like Hey, I'm I'm looking for Montgomery Clyde and this voice on the other side. Like, oh, that was my father. Please come in. I'll be so happy to meet you. And the door opens and he walks in. He's standing in the library or in the foyer talking up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And you see very pointed heels. Right. Very tight pants. And it is. It is Nicole Kidman. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the frying pan into the fire. What are the odds it was the last one? What are the odds it was the last one? Pretty no. low. Mm-hmm. pretty low and so she's like how about you come with me and um we'll we'll put you where you belong and he's like oh that sounds great i'd love a home and she's like yeah yeah i'd love you to have a home also she takes him out to this van and loads him in and it says taxi on the side and then she slides the door shut and it says taxidermy and it's like oh, oh shit oh yeah yeah okay that's a different thing and that's when Mr. Curry shows up with like some flowers. He's like, I found these like tied to a, a lamp post, which is probably like the somebody died at this intersection kind of thing. Yikes. That's so super shit. wilty and gross. And Nicole Kidman. like, I wanted like, you to have them. She's like, um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for everything and goodbye. He's like, wait, don't you like want to get dinner or something? And she's like, no, I used you for what I needed you to be. Right, and now that I have the bear, I don't need you anymore. So go the fuck away. And he's like really hurt and like insulted by that. And she just drives off and he's like, oh, wait, did that say taxidermy? Wait, no, 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 no. Like that's his conscious bear. Like I can't let her do that. So he right, calls. right. I thought you were gonna send it back to Peru or she, like yeah. you know put it in a in a zoo right. or she something. She talks to him about. Th- he mm-hmm. talks to her about that, and she's like, no, 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 you silly man. Like no, this is part of what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves and he's like, I got to call the Browns. Like, I thought I was doing the right thing. Turns out I was Turns blinded out. by Nicole's like short bob and, and also pants. And also just like my general busybodiness of yeah. like, oh, a kid is playing basketball by himself in his own driveway. I'm going to call Child Protective Services. <laughs> right. <laughs> like- so Curry calls over to the Browns and he's like, oh, this is an anonymous caller. Oh, hello, Mr. Curry. No, this isn't Curry. This is Barry. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But what? what's up? He's like, um, 
Millicent has taken your bear and she's at this museum and like you need to go rescue him and she's going to turn him into a stuffed thing. She's like, what? I do also like there's a moment where um, so the mom yells down, who's on the phone? And she's like, it's Mr. Curry. And you hear him on the phone go, Curry. He's like, yes, what's up? And then he like spills all the beads and, he's, and they're like, the dad hangs up is like, we got to go. Like, Let's we, do this. We got to go save. Family. Yeah. They drive over the 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 foyer or to the museum and that's when you see millicent monologuing about everything god so much monologuing i think even our kids were just like if you would just shut the fuck up he would go to bed and then you could trank him like but no no. but no you got to like unfurl your giant brilliant fucking plan right now so what it turns out is her dad was montgomery clyde Mm -hmm. that was not a lie yeah, he had come back and described how these bears were awesome and, like, had a culture and the... Um, and could learn English. Yeah, and the geographer skills were like, what, did you bring specimen? He's like, no, like, they were, like, conscious beings. I couldn't, like, kill one and bring one back. And they're like, yeah, I but mean... It was, like, your job, I mean, so... they weren't, like, cultured or anything. He's like, no, but, I mean, like, they were still, like, did they did they speak English? Or, like, have tea or play cricket or anything cultured? Like, well, no. But, I mean, like, they were still sentient. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. Well, we were... Like, no. Yeah, we, you're out of the guild. Give me... They, like, snap his, like, guild necklace off. And, and they're like, geographers, turn your backs. And so he's shunned. Right. And your your uh, records will be deleted yeah. from the file. And no one will ever speak your name. Yeah, so instead of being rich and famous, just because he wouldn't kill a bear, now he, like, he spent the rest of his days uh, in a petting zoo. Mm-hmm. And she's like... And Nicole I... Kidman is bitter as fuck that she gave up all that quote-unquote privilege. Yeah, because you could have been famous, you could have been rich, he could have been, got, you know, the next cook or Darwin mm-hmm. or whoever, but instead he just, he died he in obscurity. He was just some guy. But I'm not going to repeat that mistake. You're going to be my crowning achievement. I'm going to stuff you and mount you on this pole so that everybody knows mm-hmm. he was a great explorer. And then this is the moment that Paddington's like, oh, fuck. Like, All right, this is not good. I got to go. Uh, and so he tries to escape and she ends up like just shooting him and tranking him. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe if she had a 22 instead of a trank gun. Right. But this is England, so maybe those are hard to get. But still. Yeah. She's in the like geographer's man. guild. I assume there's some antique weapons somewhere in that. Yeah. Like they just they just work so fast. Like Yeah. I don't I don't know. So the family arrives out front. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh fuck, it's all locked up. How are we getting in? And this is when the daughter's like, Hey, we go through the sewers. You were like, Mom, you were like writing that illustrating that book about sewers and you were telling me how like sewers are the portal to the every room, you know, every building in London, like Let's go through the sewers. Let's do it. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you for listening. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you like listen to anything I told you. So they go down into the sewers. Meanwhile, Miss Bird goes over to the guard shack. I'm like, excuse me, love. I've uh, missed my bus. And I was wondering if I could come in and have a warm place to stay till the next one comes. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, man. Come in, come in. That's great. And she gets in there and she's like, hey, what are you up to? You want to like do shots? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm on the clock. She's like, mm, pussy. <laughs> right. I was like, I see. I see how it is. And he's like, I mean, I'm not going to be called up by an old lady. Sure, let's let's do some shots, old lady. 
And so she starts drinking him under the table while the family like finds the hatch into the mm-hmm. um into the museum and ends up like the son pulls out a, a chemistry stat set and he's like the dad's like, What's that gonna do? He's like, Dad, there's like nitro you know, like nitroglycerin and like black <laughs> powder and like all kinds of th- this thing's like wickedly dangerous. I don't know I can't I can't believe that like children in the seventies would play with this. <laughs> Which is true. And so he rigs up an explosion and blows the hatch so they can all get into mm-hmm. the museum. And then he like flips the switch for the main breaker. And his dad's like, that's like 50,000 volts. He's like, dad, I know what I'm doing. And he's like, okay, do it. And he does it and doesn't die, which mm-hmm. is nice. Which is pretty great. And, but he turns all the lights out. And because now, he's playing with nothing but like old timey uh, educational toys, which are dangerous as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And so turns off the electricity and that's when Millicent's like, the fuck's going on? Like, I gotta go, like, turn the lights back on to do my work. So yes, let me investigate. She starts heading down. Meanwhile, like, the family kind of runs around and dodges her, ends up looking out these windows where they can kind of see where Paddington is. And they're like, okay, well, we gotta, like, we can't go through these locked doors. So we gotta go out this window and around and in those other windows. And the dad's like, I'll do it. And everybody just kind of looks at him like, like what? Really? He's like, I've got to take a risk for, you know, these people. And then he like grabs his wife, dips her down deep, Mm -hmm. gives Gives her her a a kiss, big deep (laughs) kiss, stands her back up. And like, she is like, dazed a little bit, a little bit dazed. She shook. Like she is (laughs) like, okay. (laughs) She's like, this is like. The sexiest thing you've done right. in a while. I'm here, I'm here for this. If you don't die. Yeah, you're getting some. You're getting some tonight, just so you know. And so he climbs out on the window ledge and starts kind of easing along. And he gets exactly one window bay away. And he looks in and he goes, this is the worst idea I've ever had. Can you guys let me in? And they're like, no, you no, we need you to do this. Like, keep up. So he's got to like, kind of like sidestep along at one point he almost falls off and like mm-hmm. has to grab a gargoyle and he like grabs his gargoyle and he's like looking straight in the face and he goes thank you and then climbs up onto the window again mm-hmm. and he comes around to the side where paddington is he's like paddington paddington and paddington's like is that you god you sound a lot like mr brown he's like no no it is mr it is brown mr. i'm out brown. here on the window and he turns and he's like oh hello I'm glad you're here. I seem to be in the spot of bother. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, open this window. Let me in. But that's when Melissa, Melissa is downstairs. Yes. And she throws the breaker back on and sees the wet footprints and is like, <gasps> sabotage. Mm-hmm. And so she, there's a panic button there. Right. Because her whole mansion is just wired with panic buttons. <laughs> well, it's a museum, I guess, but... But she also, like, lives there, I think. Right, maybe. It's like a weird private museum. Well, no, she lives at 36 whatever street. Oh. So it's the, car- I think it's the museum for the cartographers. For the cartographer. Or geographer's guild. Yeah, okay. Cartographers is a board game. But anyway. Um, uh, it's also map makers. Yeah. So that so, would make sense. Okay, yeah, it's kind of in there. It's in the neighborhood. But she um, hits this panic button and all these, like, metal shutters roll down on top of the windows. Which means the dad is now really stuck outside. Yeah, super stuck. And I don't know what the plan is there, but Paddington manages to, like, run out of the administrative, which I guess maybe just the administrative branch, like, locks down. Right. And so maybe dad can get in another window. The I one he came out. I, I don't, don't know. know, man. But Paddington gets out into, like, the main foyer, 
and um Millicent's like running after him and so he ends up she follows him he runs through like the specimen room and then gets into like this incinerator mm-hmm. room thing and he sees like dustbusters and he had been playing with a dustbuster at at the house at the house Mrs. bird who is a hoover for every occasion yeah and so he then uses those dustbusters to like mission impossible himself up up the, the up the wall up the walls of the chimney for the incinerator and is almost at the top mm-hmm. as he's getting close to the top one battery dies oh. so then he's got to like kind of use the second one to like to like just, hop jump up well, he just kind of puts his feet down and like pushes it up and mm-hmm. then like pulls his feet up and then pushes up and then that one starts to die so he has to like jump at the very end and you see his little bear claws come up over the top of the chimney oh. And then fall down and they don't grab a hold. And you're like, oh, no, he's going to like fall all the way down the chimney into the incinerator, which is now lit. Right. And he's going to die. But no, the family's hands reach down and grab him and pull him up. And it's like the two little kids have reached down in and like the parents are holding them by their waists and pull them up. And now the whole like the whole family is together on the on the roof of this museum. Yes. And they like put put down the trap door. Mm -hmm. And. Because there's so many trapdoors to the ceiling. I guess. And they're like, yay, everybody's hugging. Like, yay, one big happy. And then Millicent is up on the roof. also on the roof. And she's got a gun pointing at them. Mm -hmm. And um, mom's like, you can't have him. Like, he's part of our family. You can't. And then dad stands up. is like, listen, there's no way you're taking this bear. Like, you can't take him. He's part of us. We love Paddington. You... You'll have to come through me first to get them to him. And she's like, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, like, I'm never, I normally, I'm not, I'm not real into killing people who aren't important, but like. Sure. Sure, whatever, I've man. I've never stuffed a human I've before. never stuffed a human. You know, first time for everything. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you... And Paddington then is like, oh, no, wait. Mm-hmm. Let me talk. I-, I understand what's happening. Don't hurt these people. I'll come with you. It'll be good. You know, obviously killing a bear is not illegal, especially if you find it in London. So, like, there will be no repercussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before you do this, can I have one rest request? He's like, I want to eat one last marmalade sandwich. And, and he's kinda... like, I mean, fine, whatever. And so he reaches in his hat and he pulls out his marmalade sandwich. And then throws it at her, which causes all of the pigeons. That... All of the pigeons in London who were all, like, eagle-eyed for yeah. this goddamn sandwich. Like the send on her and she like staggers back and like her heels slip her off the back too of the, high of heels slip off the back but she recovers mm-hmm. and is standing there she's like oh nice you, try nice bear. Hug, that almost worked you almost had me and as she's like monologuing also the trap door right in front of her flips open and it's mrs bird right and she falls drunk as a fucking skunk right and it knocks nicole kidman backwards Right, she's holding on to the flagpole. Yeah, on the side of the building. He's like, like, you should watch where you're going. And she's like, sorry. <laughs> she's like, but, but like, my, I have a real bad headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really fucked up, guys. Like, <laughs> Right. No, I can't, I can't be held responsible. And they're like, Mrs. Bird, you saved us. Yeah, everybody's happy. Mm-mm. So in the next scene, it's like snowing and dad's walking home. Mm-hmm. Um, the, he walks into the house and the tree in the foyer all of a sudden like bursts into bloom again, like the picture. Mm-hmm. 
and everybody's home making marmalade. Making it's marmalade day. It's marmalade day, and he's like, I think every house needs a marmalade day, and also a bear. And Paddington's like, Oh, and the the family's like, especially a bear. Yay! So there's kind of a wrap up letter to the aunt at. Right, to Aunt Lucy. Aunt Lucy at the Home for Retired Bears. And it shows Aunt Lucy, like, in a rocker on a porch looking over the jungle. Right, and the big sign says, like, Home for Retired Bears. And you're like, oh shit, there's actually a Home for Retired Bears, and that's not something Aunt Lucy made up. I was like, it really had, (laughs) it did have the, like, going to the farm upstate vibe to it. Right, right. We're like, hey, uh, we're gonna just donate your cat to an old people home. And you're like, that cat fucking died. Like, you can tell me. It's fine. It's fine. I'm a big kid. I can handle it. But no, like, she's actually there. And he starts talking about how, like, um, like, mom kind of finished her photo or her picture of that she was working on she couldn't picture the hero but now it's it's but the now dad. it's it looks just like the dead and you're like so weird yeah um tony is uh the the boyfriend of the girl who was suffering right. from embarrassment and she brought him over to meet everyone and the mom is she's like you can't touch him you can't say anything you can just be around <laughs> and so she walks in the room immediately hugs him and goes welcome to the family and then like realizes how bad she screwed up and just like scurries and out of the room like bye i'll see you never and then like two seconds later opens the door anyone want tea and i'm like that could not have gone worse so it was so great and the daughter was like yeah she's weird but like she means well we're all weird <laughs> yep um mrs bird's knees are doing better which was right. something it shows her like dancing and then uh, Dad and Jonathan are working on building a rocket together, and they're building it in the room. Right, and Jonathan's a little concerned about the dad's, like, lack of uh, safety concerns. And because he launches a rocket in the room. Mm-hmm. They're gonna need, if they're going to make it, they need all the nitroglycerin. Yeah, it was not a great idea. Mm-hmm. And it launches and just kind of, like, shoots around the room. And then Padding's like, but it seems like everyone's doing well. And then, like, it ends with the family out in the street having a snowball fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snow. so, mu- so much family fun and mischief. Yeah, and then scene. And scene. So what did we learn from this movie? Uh, if you're a bear, mm-hmm. you can get around in London and no one, no one will bat an eye. They'll just be like, yeah, you know, it's a bear. You know how bears are. Like, they'll, they'll still be, uh, there'll still be some, like, judgment and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> general prejudice but like less than i would have thought uh for a bear yeah i don't so, know so london surprisingly open-minded about bears about bears and we're not using bears like figuratively <laughs> no like like, like literal bears <laughs> genre of, of yeah no. no i definitely mean a literal bear a literal bear right. uh, they might be fun with actually i think they're, they're less fine with the other kind than right. they are the Le- less, actual paddington Le- bear. less fine about racism but like yeah actual bears yeah actual but, bears fine whatever yeah um every family needs the grounded person and also the crazy person but maybe they could meet in the middle a little more right and then like go back and forth yeah. Where you're like, oh, you get to be the fun person this time, and I get to be the person who's, like, grounded and paying the bills. Who knows? Maybe. Switch it up. Yeah. See what happens. Um, I don't know. What else did we learn about this? Like... This movie is very cute. Yeah. Uh, raincoats from, like, 1975 will live forever. Yeah, true. That's true. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Weasley could probably run the world. God! Molly Weasley is the goddamn best. Yeah. 
Like her as an actress. She is great. So great. Stole yeah. the stole the show in every scene she was in. <laughs> Absolutely. She is Absolutely. the best. Absolutely. That's a fucking movie. She's great. So I don't know. Not a lot else going on. This yeah, movie. I mean, this movie was fine. This it's, movie was fine. Family is who you choose. Like, okay. that oh is, yeah, always. That is always kind of an undercurrent. Because Mrs. Bird, even like she is the family that that's been chosen, not mm-hmm. by blood. Maybe maybe a little bit by blood, but but definitely. like maybe extended extended blood. Who knows? Yeah, she's she's great. I don't know. It was, again, very cute. This is like the second week in the row where we're like, this is a really cute it and was, enjoyable it was, music it was cute. movie. It was cute. Are we losing our touch? <laughs> I mean, also, is it completely wild that a bear is just like chilling in London and everyone's like, oh, you know a bear. You know how it goes. Like, are bears just wandering around London? If you're listening and you're in London and you're like, oh yeah, I see bears all the time. I want to know. I mean, I do know songs about werewolves in London. <laughs> Oof. Oof, indeed. As bad as that song is, I'm never as relieved. I hear werewolves in London now, and I'm like, oh, God, at least it's not please, that Kid please, Rock song. Please don't be the Kid Rock song. And they're like, oh, good, it's just werewolves in London. When you're like, oh, thank God, it is only werewolves in London. That is that is a real low for society. It is. It is. And on that note. <laughs> please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.